Hello. Are you ready for like just having like a relaxing podcast? You know, like not not stress or anything. Just play a little bit of Final Fantasy VIII, or maybe even read some manga, or I don't know. Look at what's new on the Switch, or or just just listen to the sounds around around me in this room. Uh, I'm sorry, Lex. Actually, I haven't even started the PlayStation yet. <coughs> so let me do that. Let me turn on the the old CRT. Here we go. <clears throat> it is Saturday today. And it's about... Oh! Uh, please insert PlayStation CD-ROM. This PlayStation has some issues, uh, but they're usually solved by just uh, opening and closing the CD tray and then resetting. That was me also whistling now. That was not. <laughs> In case you were like, wait, that's not how I remember the PlayStation logo sound. Uh, it was my fault. <sighs> so it's um, five uh, 5.30 p.m. Uh, I almost would have started this episode at like 1 p.m. or so, but now it's 5.30. Um, but it still uh, leaves us with about oof, like three hours, four hours uh, of time we could record this podcast for. I don't think this is going to be a four-hour episode, but who knows, maybe it will be. Uh, I have I have a lot of saves here. We're gonna load, I think, file number three. Uh, we have six files here, two of which are in that radio tower, two are in the Balm Hotel, uh, one is way in the future, and one is in the Balm Garden uh, quarters, um, students' quarters. And that's the one we're gonna load. Because after all of this, what do you want to call that? The back and forth in the episodes, like, I think we are now, uh, this is effectively episode four, because episode three was the special party episode. We had the party and then Quistis gave us this mission to get into our regular clothes. And then, um, meet her in front of the training facility. Uh, but then, of course, I made a new save and I went back to Dollet to get Siren and 300 doubles. Uh, 
And then of course I did all of that yet again in order to kill the giant metal enemy crab. Um, which, by the way, gave us this item. I did um, mention that last episode. Uh, some kind of bracelet. Uh, I forgot the exact name. Ghost bracelet, perhaps. Well, what that did is it's a one-time use item and you use it on one of your GF. And then that GF uh, gets the ability Ghost plus 40%. Ghost being magic resist. Uh, and it's a passive ability you can equip to whoever character is junctioned to um, Siren. Uh, my junctions are now a bit of a mess because I had everything set up um, for the Excel Selfie Squall party. But now what uh, Squall and Quist is. So I kinda... I kind of just want to go to the um, party menu here and then exchange all of the junctions. Uh, for how long are we gonna fight like this? It's just the, the couple fights in the training area, one of which is probably against that dinosaur, right? Because I don't really want to screw up all of my junctions now, just for these couple fights. And then afterwards with Excel Selfie Squall uh, posse again. Hey, uh, hey there. This is... Uh, let's call them the fun fact edits. Yeah, this is the first fun fact edit. Uh, you're ever gonna hear and uh, it's about these things uh, specifically this sound because um, these fun fact edits are supposed to um, give a little more context to like weird sounds that are kind of distracting I feel like and then I don't talk about it at all um, this is what these edits are for, so you know what that just was. Because did you did you hear it? Like the this, like while I was talking about uh, the junctions or whatever. Well, uh, what this sound is, I mean, you can guess, right? Uh, what about I give you a multiple choice? Let's say it's either. Um, a blanket, uh, that's the first choice. The second choice is, uh, is that it's like a, a yoga mat, I guess it's what you call that. Uh, the, th the third choice would be uh, a pillow. Okay, you get three seconds. One, two, three. Did you guess right? Did you guess wrong? It's answer number three, it's pillows. Yeah, wasn't that exciting? Ah, oh, these fun fact edits, they're the best, aren't they? Well, let me just get comfortable on my two pillows here. 
which is exactly what I did in that episode when I was talking about things. Uh, because I spent all of that episode uh, in a vertical position. Like resting one of my elbows on one pillow, my ass being on a second pillow, the rest, the rest of my body just kind of being suspended in midair. Yeah, uh, in one of the other episodes, there was a similar sound, but kind of different. Uh, that's because I was sitting on a giant banana filled with the same uh, kind of stuff. Also, another fun fact inside of a fun fact, I just ordered uh, 100 liters of that stuff to fill both these two pillows and the giant banana with uh, more of that stuff. So it's kind of, you know, sturdier and less less empty. Yeah, so much about pillows. Uh, have fun with, with continuing listening to the episode instead of me rambling about uh, completely unimportant nonsense. Well, I'll see you around. Uh, also, if you don't want to hear like rambling about menuing and, and coupling, junctioning of GF and spells, um, you can skip ahead like eight minutes to about 1730. Yeah. And right after that, we're going to change, like the party is going to change a little bit again without much happening to the Xal selfie squall formation. So I don't think I will put too much effort into rejunctioning anything right now. And I'm just gonna change... Oh, fuck it. Why not? Let's junction stuff. Um, I'm unjunctioning everything from Xel. And now I want to look at the base stats. Yeah, let's unjunction everything from everybody. Um, even though I just tried to make a case for doing the exact opposite of that. Never mind that. So both uh, Quistus and Squall... I was almost about to say Squall again. I also almost called him that when making this third... Uh, save file when starting again for the uh, third time but I didn't he's still called squall uh, so the base stats for both of these people seem about the same um, I do like well I don't actually know if I do like what I was just about to say Okay, I think I should couple Quetzalcoatl and Shiva to one person. Uh, also draw and magic and GF. And then E3 and Siren to the other person, just because the available um, abilities to couple to are not overlapping that way, right? Wait, we also gotta go draw, spell, GF for Quistus, and then we can select magic plus 20% and ghost plus 40% for her passives. 
Oh, wait, I'm getting uh, messages on my cell phone. I gotta stop the recording for a second. Okay, that was just my beloved GF telling me. Uh, <laughs> GF, I just now noticed that that's the same abbreviation. Uh, cool. I want to try and uh, do some editing to this episode, at least when it makes sense, because last episode I I already felt like in the first couple episodes that a little bit of editing wouldn't have been such a bad thing. So I did add the title jingle from the second episode onward, and I did add some uh, mastering compression from the third episode onward. I think now that we're at the fifth episode, or is it the sixth? I think it's the sixth now, um, but if we ignore the two quote-unquote bonus episodes that were short, uh, we're at the fourth. Anyway, maybe we can start and employ some kind of editing now. Uh, I like that. I want to do that. Anyway, coupling spells to quiz this. I mean, we could just go to optimal and be like, magic, because we do want her to be the magical person. Um, let's see, if we do do that, yeah, the status stuff is also automatically coupled. But then that's garbage, because Medica is coupled to our HP, and nothing is coupled to our status defense, even though we could couple Medica to our status defense, and we would have 20% status defense for 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 different status ailments. But okay, I guess the game thinks that's not important at all. Find them. Um, just to, in case you want to know, we now have coupled Medica to HP, raising Quistus's HP from 540 to 1040. Uh, Ice is coupled to strength. She is at 29 strength. Mm, double is coupled to magic. So she's at 30 magic. And then fire is coupled to her elemental attack. And I don't even know why she has an elemental attack available. Because Ifrit shouldn't be coupled to her. Ifrit is coupled to her. That's weird. Because she also has the plus 20% magic. And I just coupled everything so it's magic favored. But Ifrit should be for the fighter guy. Yeah, no, that's wrong. We gotta uncouple Ifrit from her. Uh... Uh, and give her Shiva. Yes. Shiva and Siren. Uh, but we gotta uncouple Shiva from Squall first in order for that to work. So now we couple Shiva to Quistus. And we go again, optimal, coupling, magic. Okay, now everything is different from what I said before. Let me tell you again. Uh, 
Magic plus 20% and Ghost plus 40% is still on Quistus, I guess. Let me check. Are both of these abilities on Siren? Yes. Because we did make Siren learn the plus 40% Ghost and the plus 20% Magic I just learned. Um, nothing is coupled to HP, so we're at 541. Um, we have Ice coupled to Strength, it's at twi uh, 29. We have Medica um, coupled to Body, it's at 42, I guess. I mean, I could read that up, but I think it's Strength is Physical Attack, Body is Physical Defense, Magic is Magical Attack, and Ghost is Magical Defense. Uh, so, Physical Defense is at 42 with Medica, Magic is at 30 with Double. And Ghost is at 30 with Vita. And then we have the <clears throat> status attack, 100% sleep, and no status defense. Now for Squall, we go optimal strength. Uh, Medica's couple to his HP, raising them from 493 to 1116. Strength, double, 34. Body, Protest, 36. Magic sleep 20. Um, and then, of course, we have the the attack is ice 50%. Okay. Now, how do we get Squall healed? I guess we gotta draw Vita um, and cast it. Do you hear that nice ambience? Uh, we, we just left Squall's quarters and we're now in a hallway which is lit in like blue light, bluish light, and it's uh, night, so you can hear the cicadas. Now in the big circular, like center of Bellum Garden, and you can very faintly still hear the cicadas. Um, but other than that, it's pretty silent. And uh, it's that same situation that we had at the end of episode 3 where there's the yellow oval faces blocking every exit except for the training area because the training area is not considered to be closed that night. Um, there's a little sign here on the wall. So we entered uh, the hallway to the training area. Um, it's just a pretty empty hallway but it says B19 uh, like painted onto the wall and there's a sign here which has uh, an arrow pointing to the right uh, encircled by green color and it says Übungshalle which means training hall you can hardly read that but weirdly enough it's in German inside of this texture and then there's another uh, arrow to the left, which is encircled in orange. And I cannot read what it says there. And that's not my eyes, that's the resolution. It's impossible to make out what that says. Uh, we continued down the hallway into the Übungshalle, which again it says uh, embossed into the floor here in green, in German. I, I think it's pretty impressive that they changed uh, some of the textures to read German words instead of English. Um, oh, also, <clears throat> remember we're now in, in a what-if scenario, because last time 
at the end of episode, episode 3 when Chris is explained to us how to couple uh, junction status K stuff and you sleep to put the Archaeodinus to sleep. I was like, well, thanks for telling me, but it's not like I have the option to couple anything to my status attack at all. Now that we have Siren, of course we have that option, and I, I read it to you before. Quistis's um, status attack is 100% sleep, so she will most likely put anything to sleep that she attacks. Okay, what does the uh, training hall even look like? It's It looks basically uh, like Jurassic Park. Everything, uh, everywhere there is plants. And there's also a lot of um, fences. And there's a bunch of lights. And right now we're in kind of a... There's, a, there's palm trees and moss on the ground and dirt uh, and fences. And we came from the south and now there's a door, like a heavy iron door, which like interlocks like two hands interlocking their fingers. Um, <clears throat> and we get the choice to go left or right. I'm gonna go left. Okay, there's some red metal girders, uh, trees that are uprooted, just lying on the, on the floor. Random encounters. And the floor was like metal here with some holes. Is that a bit loud? I'm afraid that it might be a bit loud. Oh, if we go draw, we have a question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark thing to draw here. Let's draw it and see what it is. It is... Silence! Silence, fool! <laughs> um, uh, you know, I like to play League of Legends sometimes, ever since working for Riot Games. Um, there's this one champion who can cast silence on people and he's like a big prehistoric kind of dinosaur thingy but not really a dinosaur more like a skeleton of a dinosaur or whatever and there's skins for all these champions right so usually he's just this regular weird dinosaur person thingy that can cast silence by screaming basically but then there's this gentleman skin for him where he has a monocle and a top hat and stuff and whenever you cast silence then he goes instead of just uh, screaming like a dinosaur thing and going Rawr, and everybody silence he goes silence uh, as like this gentleman kind of dinosaur thingy I thought that was very funny. Hi, uh, very minor fun fact. He goes, uh, quiet, not silence. Uh, here's how it sounds. Quiet! And here's how it also sounds. Quiet!
Yeah, that is how it sounds. Uh, back to the action. Um, by the way, we're... Okay, yeah, I didn't describe the enemy, right? We're facing... Uh, what's it called? Oh shit, I'm... How do I get to see the name of the thing at all? I guess I don't. As long as it's only one, they don't show me. Huh. Can't draw analysis either. I had to waste, I would have to waste an analysis if I wanted to know what it's called. Well, it's got four long arms with leaves at the end and the arms are more like um, stems. Is that what you call it? Like trunks, but not for trees, but plants, you know? And it's waving them around, the four arms with the leaves at the end. They're, they're like pointed towards the ceiling and they're very long. And the thing itself looks like a Venus flytrap uh, with um, six disgusting bug-like legs. And it's like um, <clears throat> the third evolution of shit. I don't know Pokemon names in English apparently. Uh, Bellsprout. The th Bellsprout, by the way, in German, is called Knofensa. Uh The third evolution of, of, or the second evolution of Bellsprout as well, is what this. Uh, more like the third. What this looks like. What the hell is happening? The thing is emanating like white mist, but it missed. Haha. <laughs> That's no pun intended. Uh, both Quizzes and Squall. <clears throat> oh, uh, Squall has his ultimate ready, which I'm just gonna use because I will meet th things like this again. And I'm not too afraid of. Oh, one, two, three, four, five, you're fucked. Uh. Squall slash and now he charges up a super slash. He does like the samurai thing where you start, you have the tip of your blade on the ground and you slash it like through the ground towards your enemy. <clears throat> if you know what I mean. And then you slash through your enemy and then your enemy usually is uh, split into two parts. Okay, what I was gonna mention is the ground here is like <clears throat> this very thick rough metal with big holes in it, just barely covered by mud. Kind of showing that this whole training facility with the palm trees and stuff is, is really artificial. But now there's a lot of rocks and things here. Um, we just went through a, through a screen transition and now we are we're not walking down a path anymore. We're more like looking at a bright, bright door in the back. Uh, right in front of that door is like a little metal archway. And right before that is a safe point. And in front of all that is like rocks and palm trees and fences and stuff. Um, I want to have one more battle before going inside of that bright door because that's where Quistus wants us to go. And I wanted to do one more thing before going into a cutscene and having to like describe the cutscene. 
So I'm gonna run around very close at a uh, safe point. <clears throat> In order to hopefully get a random encounter. I'm just gonna move out of the uh, current scene. Screen? Yeah. No, it's not a scene, it's a screen. And right in the next screen I get a random encounter. Oh shit, it's the big dinosaur. Okay. Uh, Christus, oh, Christus has an Archeodino. Squall, better be careful. Run away if the enemy is too strong. Okay, Christus attack and Christus should put him to sleep. He's not been put to sleep. Fucking rip off. I know it said it's not gonna be a hundred percent even if it's a hundred percent but it is a hundred percent so I'm expecting a hundred percent Quizzes is attacking again still not put to sleep uh, also Squall does 330 damage um, and has a multi attack ready Quizzes has now put it to sleep and now Squall is doing a multi most likely waking him up in the process of slashing his face there was four slashes and nothing else. That was a weak performance. I'm gonna try the Daniel trick. Yep, it worked. Which is switch characters until they get the ultimate. I'm trying it again, I, it worked again. This is ridiculous. So I had both Quizzes and Squall ready to attack, right? Uh, none of which had their ultimate ready. So I just switched, switched, switched until Squall had his ultimate ready and while Squall was preparing to do his ultimate, I just switched, switched, switched again until Quizzes also had an ultimate. And I just did that, and it did like 700 damage. And now everybody's about to be dead. So I'm gonna heal Quistif, Quistis with Squall. You're casting Vita for 330. Meanwhile, Quistis is gonna do uh, her ultimate, which is called Blue Magic Laser Eye. And she's doing it. How that works is she just looks at the dinosaur and suddenly a laser beam shoots out of her eyes and does 1277 damage in this case. Okay, we're gonna do the Daniel trick again. <laughs> and yes, we did get it for Squall. One, two, three, four, five, six uh, perfect slashes in, in the face of this dinosaur. We're gonna cast Vita again, this time just both are gonna cast Vita on themselves because Quizzes is at 44 HP, Squall is at 213. Quizzes just healed herself, she's now at 464. Squall is healing and he's now at 556. So we're fine again. Um, I don't think the Daniel trick will work now because we're not low enough HP, so let's just... Oof, Dino attacked twice while I was doing that. Uh, I don't know if he's weak against anything in particular. I'm gonna cast an ice with Quistus. Oh, we wanna know what uh, Siren looks like, don't we? Well, casting the ice, 462 damage. Um, GF. Well, no, that's Squall. Squall's just gonna attack. Okay. Uh, funny thing. Last time, after the original episode 3, I, of course, I went here, I fought one of these dinos, and I was just casting GFs a million times, and it took forever. Like, really, it took so long 
Okay, Quiz is doing Siren. I'll do my best to describe what's happening. There's water coming from behind the dinosaur. Uh, it, it flooded the ground. The dinosaur was like, ah, and now we see bright light from the sky and there's uh, a woman sitting on a rock in the middle of the ocean and she has a harp. She has wings as her ears. I'm not kidding. Now there's bright, trippy light coming from Siren and it did 223 damage, which is a joke. Oh, he's silenced though. That's interesting. Not that this dinosaur would ever cast magic, but that's interesting. That Siren silences, which is kind of why I didn't draw that spell originally, because I thought that's what it would do. Um, Squaw was hit twice by the dinosaur. He's at 108. I'm gonna cast Vita. Also, Chris is preparing Shiva right now. Squall is now at 467 again. And we're gonna punch this dinosaur in the face with uh, some ice from Shiva. And meanwhile, I'm gonna search for the thing that I was gonna show you because I thought it was very funny. And since uh, Daniel K, blah, since Daniel K has a podcast and he recommends things sometimes, I also gotta do that because after all, I'm ripping off Daniel K here. Uh, I didn't even pay attention to how much damage Shiva did, so I'm gonna do it again. Because I do want to know if Siren is just really weak or if I'm just really strong and my GF aren't that strong anymore in comparison to uh, a Squall with double the amount of strength he should have if not for the junctioning system. Okay, Shiva bursts out of her ice cage. She's charging up her laser. Uh, she's attacking with the ice. The ice shattered 852 damage. Okay, that's much more damage. So maybe Siren just doesn't do that much damage and she's more about the silencing. Hence her ability to couple both a status defense and status attack um, from the get-go. We're hitting the dinosaur. I wonder how much he will take. I'm gonna cast a spell. Let's make it lightning with Quistis. Cause she should be the spellcaster. Uh, 200 damage. Let's try ice again. 348 from the Gunblade. Uh, crap. I didn't want this to be the dinosaur. I wanted this to be like some random enemy that isn't a threat and draw from that enemy a lot. Meanwhile, showing you the thing I was going to show you. I didn't pay attention for the ice spell, so I gotta do it again to see how much damage it did. Four hundred fifty-seven, that's pretty good for like, just a spell. Uh, yeah, I think we're just gonna keep that loop up of Squall, hit Dinosaur, Quistus, cast ice on Dinosaur. Uh, I don't really have to describe this Archaeodinus because it's just a T-Rex. And it just died. It fell over. It's lying on the ground on its side, being all dead. And it disappeared. And we won. Quizzes closed her eyes and she was like, oh, oh. Doing kind of this, you know. 
That's a lot of XP. Uh, that's a dino bone, an item. That's 10 AP for my GF, I'm happy about that. Uh, all of my GF leveled up. Um, okay, we're on the screen that we just walked into because we didn't get any random encounters and there's a draw point here, we can draw ice. Drawing ice with crystals to replace the ice I used in the dinosaur fight. Um, I still want to have this other fight with the uh, monsters I don't really care about to draw um, the spells I didn't have yet. So I'm gonna run around a bit. Meanwhile, whoops, hit the save point by accident. Whoops, went into the menu by accident. Jeez, come on. Here we go. Okay. Um, let me just turn down the, the volume of this game. I'm still gonna try and get into a random encounter, which apparently, maybe on the screen, there's just no random encounters. I'm gonna leave the screen again and try on the other screen. Um, and here's the thing I was gonna show you. Just listen for a sec. And standard Fast Forward Ash 2 was... Oh, this is about, like, speedrunning history for Mario, a specific level, specifically 4-2. Um, and it's about, like, the strategies used for this. Um, just so you know what, what the hell this even is. But just listen. It's ridiculous as well. But then, in 2017, the ultimate method for 4-2 was found. And it came from perhaps an unlikely source. This guy's name was XX420BlazeItXX. He noticed another old tool system method of clipping. <laughs> <laughs> He's being completely serious. I love it. <laughs> Imagine like in in the past that was like if you had history class. Um, and yes, of course, in the future, history class is only going to be about speedrunning and nothing else. Like what even matters except speedrunning in the world anymore. Uh, <laughs> But just the nonchalantness, he, he's like... XX420 Blazit, XX. Um, that video is by a, a guy called Summoning Salt. He does these very cool in-depth videos about speedrunning and especially the world record pro progression of certain speedruns. Um, and it's very interesting. <sighs> Fun to watch. It's like edutainment, basically. Okay, we killed the thing, like the little thing that we killed before, but this time we drew up on all of the... Silence! Quiet! And... I even forget what the other spell was. Analysis? Possibly? No. Sleep, maybe? I don't know. Um, and now, we're gonna save, and we're gonna walk up into the... the area Quistus wants us to go to. But first, we're gonna raise the volume again. Ooh, you can just disarm. Uh, the spells you drew. I hit the wrong button and it asked me if I wanted to throw away all of my 97 Vita on Squall, which I do not. <clears throat> yeah, I just Vita'd up a little. Oh, 
I wanted to see if uh, junctioning silence to anything uh, has any point. Hmm. Yeah, maybe to Quistus's elemental, uh, Quistus's status defense. It makes sense, I guess. For Squall, I don't think there's any point because he doesn't have a status attack. Uh, and for all the other stats, it was just it was just lower them. So hitting the safe point. While we're on the topic of recommending things, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, I can only recommend this. Just in general, no matter what season, in manga, in anime form, it's all good. Just listen to the songs if you must. Okay, we entered the thingy. It's like a balcony, but it's pretty big. There's, it's like the top of like the Eiffel Tower or some building in New York or something. Um, so the, in the bottom right of the screen, there's like pretty big turbines rotating at pretty slow speeds. Um, and there's two other couples here. One is standing to the left. They look like they're almost hugging, but only one of the two is almost hugging the other person. Maybe they're just talking. And to the right there's a couple <coughs> sitting, like leaning with their backs against the wall. And the wall is, ju is just waist high. And it's what would, you know, if you would look down this building, you would put your hands on top of this waist high wall. That's what they're leaning with their backs against. And I think they're resting their heads on, on the shoulders of the other person. They're very cute. Okay, and we're standing in the middle of this um, with Quistus, and Quistus says uh, she hasn't been here for a long time. She's walking up to the edge, we're following behind. Uh, screen faded to black. Ooh, faded back, and we see Bellum Garden in... It's glowing very brightly in like blue-whitish color and we see Squall and Quistus from behind leaning basically having their hands on that waist high wall and it took this long for Quistus to say something and she's saying how what's the time how late is it Squall's looking at her now he's not looking at her anymore he just kind of looked towards her and looked back again and now he says slightly past midnight <coughs> Quistus says, poo-hoo, exclamation mark. And that's it. Uh, by the way, when I was here the first time, I was very confused because I thought we were still in Bellum Garden, right? Um, but apparently the training quarters, like this hallway and stuff, is supposed to be much longer than you think uh, because we're looking at Bellum Garden from afar here. Quistus says, I... Quistus Streep are not an instructor anymore from this point forward. I am now a seed again, just like you. Maybe we will work together sometime. 
She's looking to uh, uh, to at Squall. Squall's looking at her. Squall's looking away again. Nobody's saying anything. Squall's saying dot dot dot. Uh huh. Quist is stop looking at Squall. She's saying, "Is that all?" <clears throat> Nobody's saying anything. This is so awkward. Uh, uh, Squall is saying, Well, it's decided already, isn't it? What am I gonna say about... What am I supposed to say about that? Quist is... Did like a half shrug. And now both are looking forward again. Wow, you two... That... Uh, there's like no chemistry here. Krista says, dot dot dot, they said I wasn't fit to be an instructor, that I didn't have the required leadership skills. She's kind of slumped down, resting her elbows on the, uh, on the waist high wall and arching her back. Now she's arched her back Wait, did I say it right then? Because she was slumped over and now she's like straight up. Um, straightened her back. She says, I, I became a seed with 15. Uh, at 17, I became an instructor. That's not even one year ago, which when I was here last time, I was like, what? Chris is supposed to be 18? That's super, like, she struck me as, like, 25 or something, at least. I wonder what the problem was, or I wonder what the cause was, is what Krista says. Aw, she says, I tried so hard. Now she turned to Squall. Squall having turned his fucking back on her uh, in the meantime. And Krista is saying, are you even listening? Oh. Squall, your life is so hard. He he shrugged. He was like, no, he didn't shrug. He was like, ah, oh. he sighed. There we go. And he's saying, are you dot 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 finished? Oh, now he he leans on the waist high wall with his back, and he rests his 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 elbows on the on the wall, and he's saying, I don't like stories like that. Now he's waving her off, or he's just waving whatever. He's saying the sorrow and the... Oh shit, these words are too close by for each other for me to... I would have translated both with uh, sorrow. <laughs> uh, oh, let's say the sorrow and the worries of other people. What am I gonna... What am I supposed to say about them at all? Chris is saying, I'm not expecting that you're saying anything about it. It's enough to just listen. Squall, stop leaning on the wall. He's saying, well then, go talk to the wall. Krista says, did you ever have the need to tell somebody else of your thoughts and feelings? Squall. Uh, Cross his arms and he's looking towards the ground away from Quistus saying everybody has to deal with his own crap <clears throat> Oh, he walked a step away. I don't want I don't want uh, 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 
Paul doesn't want other people to, you know, <laughs> shit, give, uh, come to him with their problems, okay? This is good as I can translate that. Squall walked out of the picture. Chris is standing there alone, blinking. Now she says, no leadership qualities, dot, dot, dot. I'm starting to understand what they meant. Camera pans up. Bellum Garden. We see a lot of Bellum Garden. Chris is just panned out of the frame. There's a big lightning thing. No, not lightning. Just a little bit of lighting emanating from Bellum Garden towards the sky in a upwards, upward direction. And the screen faded to black. Now for the most awkward walk back ever, <laughs> because we're now Squall and Quistus again. And that was, that was just horrible, that entire scene, like it wasn't bad, um, Lee made or anything, but it was, oh god, if that happened in real life, I would not want any part of it. That was just painful. Like, Squall being a total ass, and Chris is, like, not picking the right person to talk to here. Ugh, guess we're gonna vent by killing some vegetables. We're fighting two of the vegetable things with the forearms ending in leaves that are being waved around. While that is happening, let me turn down the volume a bit again. <clears throat> let me read to you. A tiny little bit out of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Part 1, Phantom Blood, um, Volume 2. Manga time with pizza. <clears throat> oh, both of the vegetables are dead. But I'm gonna read to you anyway. Um, I forget if he's called Jonathan or Joseph Joestar. Let's see if it says at the end here. Uh, hmm, doesn't. Let's just assume it's Jonathan. Jonathan Joestar, <coughs> he's in kind of an, a very action-y pose, but he's just clutching part of uh, his jacket. Oh, he has a giant thing stuck in his like chest, and he's clutching that chest. <coughs> he's saying, Gah! The Dio's been affected, his skin is burning off, but, but, then the next panel we see a hand, um, in like, it's like a very tense hand, and it's very, very much on fire. The entire arm is also shown being on fire. In the next panel we see the same hand, close up of the fingers, they look very burned, and there's little sound effects going rip, rip. And we see another close-up now of just the finger. Again with the rip sound effects and we see the skin peeling off and the bone beneath. And now we see, um, I forgot his first name, but his last name is Speedwagon. And he says, yeah, he's being burned, but, but he's recomposing his own skin at the same time. That must be the reason why his wound healed up after he was shot directly in the brain. 
that was the first page. Now on the second page we see a big giant image of Jonathan Joestar's face being very concerned and sweating. And it's saying in giant letters, this fire isn't enough to beat him. And then in smaller letters, he's, he's continuing to attack even while his body is burning up. And then we see like two thirds of a page of Dio being completely on fire, looking more or less unfaced by it uh, in an attacking motion. He flipped the page. Oh, and we see that he has a giant armchair in his hand and he's swinging it. The armchair is on fire. Um, uh, and in the next panel, Speedwagon is shown kind of perplexed going, what? Um, yeah. Let that be enough for now. Manga time with pizza. Oh, hey. Um, we just walked across a metal girder and we stopped then. And now there's a text box going, ah! And Quiz is ran in front of us. She says, a scream, uh, fast squall. Now we both uh, run somewhere. Screen is black. Oh, there's the woman. Um, she says, call. It's the woman from the when we were lying in the infirmary. And we only saw, you know, I described her as being very fashionable. Because she is. Uh, she says, call, Quisty. Squall drew his gun blade. And the giant insectoid that was, um, I don't know. It was menacingly close to... The girl. Okay, let's. Ooh, there's two draws. We could have two new draws. We could have from the um, insect thing, and we can draw protests from. Okay, there's a big flying insect thing, and there's two. Uh, no, three squall. Fucking why can I not talk? There's three small, uh, kind of armadillo-looking motherfuckers called Raldo. And the big insect dude is called Granaldo. Is this a pizzeria or am I just racist? Uh, we're gonna cast... I'm not racist by the way, I'm sorry. We're gonna cast ice <clears throat> on one of the three Raldos. Because ideally I want to kill two Raldos, then draw all the protests from one Raldo. And then kill the third Raldo to then draw everything from Granaldo <laughs> to then kill Granaldo. The Raldos are attacking us for about 50 damage each. Quistis is at, or Quisti, how the woman called her, um, is at about 300. I'm gonna do her ultimate once she's low enough. Because that's a viable strategy, isn't it? Uh, yeah, for now I'm just focusing on one Raldo. Seeing... Oh yeah, it died. So now we're gonna kill the second Raldo. That sound is coming from the flying insectoid called Granaldo. Oh, now I see. It's kicking the Raldos into us. That's what's happening here. Fun. It's like an interaction between the enemies. Um, I have a bunch of... 
like I have a I have a problem with this audio only let's play uh, the problem is my girlfriend uh, very much likes to work or do whatever just chill in the living room while I'm playing this game so we're just because she just kind of you know I'm playing it and then she's working on something and then every once in a while she'll be like oh you're fighting this uh, enemy that's cool I remember him and oh you're in this cutscene that was pretty fun and whatever you know but either it's this or it's recording the podcast but I think the best solution is because today I was like hey uh, I kind of want to start a second series a second game basically inside of the podcast um, and she was like yeah sure cool uh, but that, she didn't realize that meant the game that I'm gonna do she cannot kind of watch me play right because I can't really record a podcast while not being alone like how does that work unless the other person is also part of the podcast of course then it's not a problem but if not then it's weird so I came to the solution, by the way, I need to drink a bit of water. By the way, two of the Raldos are dead withdrawing protests from the third, and it's every once in a while it's getting kicked into us. So my solution for podcasting in general and this whole problem of uh, do I play the game just casually? without doing anything but playing the game when my girlfriend is around or do I record a dumb podcast my solution is two save files and when I first said that she was like no that's silly and I was like well think about it uh, whenever you're around I'm gonna play save file A and whenever I'm recording my podcast I'm gonna play save file B so it's like I'm having two relationships, N none of the other, you know, the uh, safe B is not going to know anything I do with a safe A and, and vice versa. So nobody has to be jealous or anything. Uh, another thing happened uh, after episode three of this podcast. I just happened to play pretty far ahead on that save um, and then when it came to the decision to just keep recording from where I was then and being like hey here's the million things you missed in the meantime or going back to the last save and continuing the podcast from basically here where we are right now when I was at the point where I had to make that decision Daniel told me that I missed Siren and, and a million other things. So that was a nice way out of this whole predicament. Um, we're still hitting the... Well, we're kind of not even hitting it. I'm mostly drawing blind from it. I'm trying to hit it with Quistus to put it to sleep, but it's not really falling asleep. I'm gonna try one more time didn't fall asleep still so I'm just gonna keep drawing while it's not asleep who cares um, where was I 
Daniel saved me. Because, yeah, he basically made me... Gave me... Oh, now it fell asleep. Gave me a reason to start over again. Um, but what that means is that I've seen already pretty far into the future from here. So if you're bummed out about the whole thing, oh, he's playing with his girlfriend and then he's gonna know everything already all the time. He's not gonna be surprised by anything. Um, unfortunately, that did happen already for like the next, I don't know how many hours of where we are right now, even before coming up with this whole concept of doing it. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's hurting the podcast at all, honestly. Uh, or the, the quality, the uh, whatever, you know? I don't think it's hurting anything, honestly. Okay, Squall is full of blinds. There's a second question mark spell we can draw here, though. Drawing it right now, it's, it is Shell. That is Protest, just for magic, and that might just be pretty, you know, give you high stats when you junction it. Okay, seeing as we have to draw a whole nother set of two 100s here for the Shell uh, spell. And as this thing is not that big of a danger at all, I uh, have another recommendation thing. There's so many things I have to recommend. This one is No Longer Human by Junji Ito. Uh, I have every Junji Ito manga I could get my hands on. I even have a, I even have one in Spanish because I wanted it so bad that apparently I didn't check well enough if it was in English and I can only find it in in Spanish anywhere. I, I cannot find it in English. It's called Black Paradox. Apparently about a group of teenagers who want to commit suicide or something. Uh, Junji Ito is fucked up. Shit he does is fucked up. Uh, most, of, most of the manga I have with him are short story collections. Sometimes there's like a big overarching story throughout all of the short story uh, is, stories. And sometimes it's just like a collection of stories that are not really related to each other with maybe sometimes like, oh, these 10 stories suddenly are connected. Uh, anyway, this this one though, No Longer Human, is just like one continuous story and it's... I'm at page 324 and it looks... I'm pretty much exactly halfway. It's apparently also not only based on a true story, but basically like a completely true story, more or less. So far the wasn't anything too supernatural, I guess, or whatever. Um, yeah, it's 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 like a horror manga. Um, it's very cool. So, if you want to check out manga at all, check out Junji Ito. If you're into horror, check out JoJo's. If you're into ridiculousness, check out Berserk. If you're into, if you just want to read a good manga, because Berserk is the best manga I've ever read. Um, check out Shigurui if you're into like feudal Japan and and uh, sword fighting. Check out Guns if you're into sci-fi. Uh, 
check out Battle, Roy Battle Royale if you're into uh, gore and brutality, I guess. And check out uh, Oyasumi Punpun if you're into fucked up psychological shit. Those are my manga recommendations of the year. Uh, of the year 2019. I'll have new ones at the end of, uh, at the beginning of 2021. <sighs> We're still drawing Shell. Weird that they didn't translate Shell. Um, but they did feel the need to call Blind Blender. Should have called Shell Shala then. So I did tell you all about this, the display area of my shelf, huh? Even showed you a photo of it. Told you about the squall and the Sidan statue on top of it. And there's a giant Chun-Li uh, statue behind those two. I also recently, just yesterday, I found uh, Sephiroth. How, oh God, how do you pronounce that in English? Sephiroth, maybe? Found a statue of him. Uh, all of these belong to my girlfriend, by the way. In another shelf. And I was like, hey, wait, why is this dude in... Not not where Squall and Sidan and uh, Cloud are. And she didn't know, so I took him and I put him there. So now there's uh, Sephiroth next to the Sora Funko Pop. Okay, I'm gonna cast Vita. Because uh, Quizzes is full on everything, Squall just has to draw a couple more shells, I guess. While he does that, Quizzes is gonna heal everybody up. Now we're gonna kill Ronaldo. That's not actually his name, is it? He attacks for 26, by the way. Uh, yep. Squall, Squall is full of shell. Squall is full of shell. It's so confusing with all these cells and squalls and shells and... Well, there's no shawls, but... Um, yeah, we all drawn up. So now we're just gonna hit him. Until he dies, I guess. Uh, what the hell, let's... Cast analysis and see what he's made of. Literally. Also, I guess we can put up the volume again. We're scanning. He's called Granaldo. I'm sorry. It's an insectoid monster. Uh, this life form was supposed to be extinct. He attacks with uh, talents and his uh, tail. Level 11, 600 out of 1500 HP. It's a fly monster, apparently. He's weak against, I think that's a tornado symbol. We don't have any wind spells, but 600, he's gonna be dead any second now. I, there was one more thing I was gonna say where I digressed into the whole s uh, strategy of playing with my girlfriend and doing podcasts and stuff, which is that I wanna do another series with Kingdom Hearts? Tell me if you'd enjoy that, I guess. I might even wanna, like, have that I might just record the first episode of that right now <laughs> um, and then there's a whole bunch of other PS1 games mostly RPGs as well one called Jade Cocoon which is like a cross between uh, 
Final Fantasy and Pokemon, I guess. Um, and then there's Wagrant Story, which I could play. There's Galarians, there's Parasite Eve, there's Porsche Challenge. Oh, cool. Shiva um, got her cold trans something transformer. The fashionable lady collapsed and two just people I've never seen before jumped into the scene. They look helpful, kind of like ninjas. Uh, they are saying it's too dangerous here. Let's go. They are approaching me. She is saying dot dot dot. Yes. They helped her up. One is holding her back. The other is walking after them. Um, they are just walking away. We are slowly turning. Uh, and Quist is saying, "Who was that? Weird." She said Quisty, and Quistis doesn't know who she was. And she was visiting Squall in the hospital, and now she's not saying a word. Who is that? What's going on? Okay, we're back in the first area of the training hall. We're leaving the training hall. And uh, let's see what, what's going to happen next, because I don't know. I have no idea. It's the middle of the night. Oh, uh, we're in the hallway to the training hall, and Quistis and Squall are separated. Quistis says, Squall, nobody can just live alone by himself. Keep living alone by himself. And she's walking away. She's so pissed. Squall is saying, who says that? Exclamation mark. Uh, question mark. Oh, I also do want to do a Let's Play of Metal Gear Solid 2. Or just a Metal Gear Solid series, because Daniel won't. So I'm gonna do it, and I'm the biggest fan of Metal Gear Solid ever. Oh no. Has it started? Like I'm five episodes into the first series, so now it's time to start a million other series to then never finish any of them. Except so far I'm good on, like I'm on track, huh? Aren't I? We are in the hallway with the cicadas. Um, it's like a, an open hallway, right? That's why you can hear the cicadas so well. Xel's standing here. He's saying, yo, there you are. Xel is saying, where did you go exactly? I was looking for you everywhere. <clears throat> We're now actual seeds. And the really cool thing about it is we are now all having separate rooms. Your room is just across your old one. Uh, that's, uh, I was supposed to tell you. Uh, that's why I was looking for you forever. And that's it. We're gonna walk up to him and talk. And he's saying, your room is right across from your old one. <laughs> Which is weird. Because it's not like we're gonna have to pick out our room out of like a million doors. We just walk to the end of this hallway and we're in our room. Okay, but it's a bigger room. It's a different room. I guess that's important. And Squall is saying, I need sleep. And the screen fa faded to black. Squall is lying in bed with his uniform. No, with his just regular clothes. Selfie's apparently knocking. She's saying, Squall, our first job as seats. We're supposed to go to Timber, apparently. 
the command says, the, the direction, the order says, uh, in civil clothes, go to the map area, go. Yep. Ooh, I didn't find that last time. We found the magazine Weapons April on our desk. <coughs> uh, attempt and look at that. Yep, I can. Uh, okay. Ah, I think I get it now. Look, we have Weapon March. Um... Yeah, and this has all the basic models of four different weapons. Uh, these being the gun blade, um, fists, or like these are gloves, I guess. Um, this is selfies weapon, which are these two sticks connected by a chain, and then there's a whip, a chain whip. So these are the four basic types of weapons for our four party party people and then now we found weapons april which has upgraded versions of those uh well it's the gun blade it's the gloves and then it's a weird full moon ring which looks more like uh renoa's weapon yes i've played pretty far ahead already um and then there's a um like a shotgun which I guess is Irvine's, but I only know that because that's uh, I've played far enough to, to encounter Irvine uh, years and years and years ago when I played this game for the last time. Okay. Let's do what Selfie says. <sighs> Familiar music. There's three people standing here in the hallway. Uh, we're talking to the girl. The girl is saying, and what what happened to the story? Uh, somebody's saying, how, what are you talking about? Uh, she's saying, you were, you had an argument, didn't you? Somebody's saying, an argument? Not that I know of. Somebody else is saying, right? Uh, huh, it's always the same with you, both of you. Okay, so that was entirely pointless. Uh, oof, I want to play a whole lot of Triple Triad um, before leaving for Dollars. Uh, but I'm pretty sure I, I'm able to like go where Selfie just told me, have my briefing or whatever, and then get told to leave for Dollars, but then return to Battle of Garden and play Triple Triad forever. Pretty sure that'll work. Okay, I'm in the map area. There's nobody here. Uh, I'm gonna save. Oh, there, uh, there's even more I want to recommend. Uh, a Switch game I stopped playing for like a quarter of a year or even more but I've been playing it 
again recently, and it's um, Octopath Traveler. It's a cool RPG. And now we're in a cutscene. There's Sid, there's one of these yellow oval faces, there's Selfie and Squall. Yellow oval face saying dot dot dot, uh, only one minute. And there's Xel, he jumped over the thingy and he's on a fucking hoverboard. And he looks so dumb. And now he stopped in a cool way right next to the oval face. And now he kicked the board so it's now upright and in his hand. And he says, made it. The instructor person says, T the driving T-board is, is not allowed here. Did you forget that? Xel says, sorry, sorry. He actually says, sorry, sorry, not tut mir leid, tut mir leid, how it would be in German. Uh, but it's super practical. Uh, I bet it's useful for seat missions. The instructor says, uh, we're gonna be the judges of that. He walks up to Xel, he takes the T-board from him. He says, confiscated, confiscated. A second instructor walked up and the board is just gone and the second instructor is walking out again. And we're back to only having one instructor that was complicated. And he's saying, you may be seeds, but you're still uh, students of this garden. And as seeds, you have to act uh, as a role model, responsibly, um, breaking the rules is not gonna be uh, per, per <laughs> allowed. Uh, Director Sid is saying, your first assignment, isn't it? Your destination is the city timber. Uh, there you will be given to an organization uh, at the train station of timber there is going to be a, uh, a person from that organization that will contact you uh, he'll he'll say the following thing to you the forest has changed and you're gonna answer with, but the, uh, there's still some owls alive. That's the name of the secret code word. Uh, also, then you're gonna, a director Sid says, um, follow their commands. Xel is saying, uh, just as three. The instructor says, yes, uh, we did. Uh, accept this assignment for a very cheap price. Usually we wouldn't even take such assignments at all. Dr. Sid says, ah, let's not talk about the details. Did I say, did I say Dr. Sid? Ah, uh, director, am I, it's Principal Sid. Have I been saying director all this time? I hope this still makes sense. If not, I'm I'm so, so sorry. It's Principal Sid, and he's saying, Squall, you're the leader. Uh, so you are, you have the command. Xal and Selfie, both of you have to support Squall to your best abilities. Uh, please complete this mission successfully, and that's it. Okay.
I'm gonna try to play Triple Triad with Principal Sid, and he's only saying, All right, Squall, I almost forgot. This item is cursed, but it might be a mighty weapon in the hands of a hero. And it's a Wonder Lamp. Um, if you look at that Wonder Lamp in, in your items, it says, Save before using this! <laughs> Which is a hell of an advice. Okay, we're walking back towards the center of Bellum Garden. Next time we're gonna get on a train to uh, Timber. But before that I'll play a bunch of Triple Triad and what else will I do? Well, I guess walk to Bellum to then take the train to Timber. Okay, saving. Win the map area again, right? This is where we save now. Uh, and that's it. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I hope this episode was a little more relaxed than usual. Uh, not that. Uh, this podcast desperately needed more relaxation or, or something like that. But I just wanted to have a more relaxed episode this time. Maybe next time we're gonna be less relaxed or whatever. Maybe next time we're gonna play a different video game. And then after that we're gonna play some more Final Fantasy VIII. Okay. Thank you guys. See you later. Bye bye.